Hi, I'm Arvin from Nikon. You're watching Spoilers Only, please. And this week, we watch Sing is King. To complete the Kingology. If you're not sure what Sing is King is, it's a Bollywood film, which means there are tons of musical numbers, or as I like to call them, phone breaks. <laughs> <laughs> and now That's I'd great. like the rest of the gang to introduce themselves. Uh, I'm Tate I'm Becker. Oh, I, I'm wow. Tate Becker. I just like to slip oh, in Riley's before Riley. For, Riley's and, got for uh, chaos. I'm going to keep running with it. I, you know, I guess you could say I, I usually um, introduce the episodes. So I apologize if you're a little thrown off, but um, we uh, are throwing it over to the Yakster, Arvin Vinayakin. I am uh, the Yakster. Yeah, the Yakster. Him. Okay. <laughs> And, and ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever, it's Kellen. Yeah. We have a special guest this week. His name's Kellen. Uh, Kellen, go ahead and introduce yourself. Oh, I am so grateful to be on the show. You know, long-time listener, first time speaking on the podcast. And this is, I just wanted to uh, have a message first for everyone out there that I'm here as a statement that dreams really do come true. You know, <laughs> if, you, if you love something enough and you work hard enough, you too can make it big and send enough DMs and emails to emails to the spoilers only please at gmail.com with fan art and you may very well one day be on the show dreams come true Walt Disney said it first Kellen said it second do you use my HBO I have not used the HBO oh he gave never sent it to me Oh, I did send it to you. No, no, it is. I'm checking the email right now. Continue. <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah, I've, I I am a personal friend of, of Kellen's. Uh, we go way back. Uh, the Way Back. I think that's a movie. Um, yes. On a and, movie cast. And I, uh, much like, you know, you all bring this very, uh, this entertaining film uh, study people background. I'm bringing a a, a non-film major background or a comms major background, Arvin. Oh, physics, <laughs> right? That's right. Physics well, and there's a lot uh, of things for some philosophy. We could have used you on the Scorpion King episode. Yeah, because that movie ignored Ooh. all the physics. <laughs> what kind of physics that. are there? I'd what say kind of... it played fast and loose with physics. Well, you know, this one Dude. too also played a little fast and loose with physics. Especially at the beginning, uh, oh yeah, the crazy with the wonderful opening sequence. Really, I started this movie kind of dreading getting into it, but after that first opening sequence, after we started like, and once we got the action going, I was really hooked. Yeah, that was a hook and a sink, absolutely. First scene. Also, just in in spoiler alert, gotta say it every episode, even though we forget it for half of them. Uh, the jet ski jump. Oh my gosh! <laughs> at, at like the. Third, three quarters of the way through the through the movie was truly something else. Yeah, fucking um, thread a beautiful the needle, psych man. out. Because you think it's going to go at the propeller, but then he's just like, nope, straight through. No, I thought it. I mean, it only ramped up like four feet above the water, but like then it kept <laughs> going up. So anyway, I suppose we should probably. I most listeners, if there are any, have not seen this movie. Um, so this is a Bollywood film which means it's an Indian film. Um, and here's the, it's from 2008. The plot line Sing is, for Singh is King is a comic caper about Happy Singh, uh, a Punjabi villager who goes through a series of misadventures and eventually becomes the king of the Australian underworld. Okay, so note on that. Um, <laughs> starting this movie, I consistently thought I was uh, renting the wrong movie because when I see the words king of the underworld i thought he was like going to hell and was gonna become like same no, right hand no. man so when that just doesn't happen and i continue to go back to the synopsis that's a better movie right there i was really excited because i was like oh my god this guy's gonna go to hell and become the king of hell while also want... in a bollywood mu- musical 
Did you want like another Hellboy, but a musical? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's okay. what we want. You know, yeah. something weird about this movie. It just, it was in this weird, like metaphysical plane where clearly scenes in this movie cost so much money to do. The chicken like, chase. They filmed at an <laughs> airport. They were doing parkour through like the cities of Australia. I don't know the cities so of actually, Australia. They only do parkour in Egypt. Oh yeah, it's Egypt, Egypt is where all My the bad. birthplace. And they also parkour. went to Egypt. Yeah, for like ten minutes. Oh, no, yeah. and then they went this movie just dream. decides it's like, oh, this scene is over. Unrelated scene happens now. Sometimes it'll just cut to a music video that has nothing like- to do. It's like the girl who his love interest decides that she's in love with her meant to be husband. And then it just cuts to a music video about them saying they love e- each other, not was, her and her husband. Her was husband. I would like to address the, the cost allegation against this film because I looked into it and it, the button had a budget of 45 crore. Now crore isn't in any average conversion table on Google because it stands for 10 million rupees. So it was 45 million rupees mm-hmm. but that's only a hundred thirty three thousand dollars seven hundred seventy nine and 17 cents <laughs> that's crazy i don't believe that film, that's this movie was very cheap well, I, mean, I can almost believe it because so many of the shots they just you know they look like they're having so much fun they look like it's having so much fun and it's kind of almost the epitome of like saving it in post for the first 10 minutes there were so many just needless cuts of like especially during the chicken chase scene which i know is a really action heavy scene but did we really yeah. need so many different cuts and no 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 it, it, it's I, also I, a long chase that you mentioned very long you chase. mentioned fix it, it in is. post uh and something i paid attention to is the editing of this film namely some of the visual effects like the whole drunk song that is just probably called my friend is drunk he is drunk <laughs> so good. swaying around I like i was like what's happening but there are shots of this movie, like like buses going down the street, that they just speed up because they're too long. Oh, they just I was like, going they to just say, like yeah. times that... it by two. It, it's like so funny. I was like, this movie would have been four hours long without the speeding up. But they also slow yeah. down. Sorry to get technical. Twenty frames uh-huh. per sec. Twenty four frames per second clips to where it's like laggy looking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but I'm I gotta say, like, I've only seen two other Bollywood films. And this made so much sense to me. And I actually really enjoyed watching it. Heck yeah. So I, I think maybe what would be best, since this movie is, isn't familiar, um, is maybe just to, you know, vaguely walk through the storyline for this episode. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe... Do you think people haven't seen this movie? I don't know, Arvin. You're the only one who's seen it before, so you know it That's best. So maybe weird. You, you should... You should guide I just us assumed through. everybody watched this movie. <laughs> you should guide us through the narrative. Well, so, you know, this movie sure, is sure, sure, sure. The spoilers only please lore. Ever since it was mentioned, I think back in the Bad Boys for Life video, <laughs> you know, it's what? really been it's, it's okay. Wasn't that far back? I don't remember that. <laughs> I think it was. I can't say like, he's wrong. Three episodes in, I, it definitely I mean, wasn't I can't that far. Back. He's wrong. Yeah, seeing as King has How been much on the you docket. know about us? He's <laughs> <laughs> getting very anxious now. This is really yeah, I'm really nervous. I'm like looking out my window, <laughs> and, and I'm not even going to tell you where I am. <laughs> I'm scared. I, I'm I will so send you his address. I do want to. I do want to point out that the main reason we did pick this movie was because Snoop Dogg is was allegedly in it. Yes, and spoiler I alert: just... I, he's kind of in it. He's, he's in the music video at the end. He's the, the final <laughs> musical number. He's the second number. sentence on the film's Wikipedia page. Uh, Sting is Kane is a 2008 Indian action comedy film. The film also featured a music video with Snoop Dogg. Absolutely. It's such a good video. So also, Arvind, what is uh, this? Uh, the same birthday as me. What is this movie about? I, I also want to hit on the twists. And there's one moment that I refuse Wait, to skip Tyler, over. Did you just, do you just share a birthday? Is that what was just shared? Yeah, this film has the same birthday as me. Oh, I thought you were saying you had the same birthday as, like, Snoop Dogg, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I I wish. (laughs) Okay. 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 My mom shares a birthday with... No, my mom shares a birthday with Prince. That's awesome. Not anymore. 
Not anymore. Shared a birthday. Shared a birthday. Shared a birthday. Arvid, talk about the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so this movie opens opens with um, Lucky Singh. He's the king of the Australian underworld. We're we're all aware of that by now. Yeah, um, and I, I I'm sorry to, to cut you off. No, no, no. The first thing that happens is the woman, uh, I think Julie, maybe her name. She gives Lucky her, you know, this gift for his birthday. It's his birthday party. Mm-hmm. And the thing that he that he pulls out is a picture of her and bad girl. Yeah, and she's like something for you to watch at night when when you're lonely or something. Oh no, no, it was a DVD or something. Yeah, it was a DVD. Yeah. She's like yeah. a wannabe actress, and she's and like, I can tell you, it was not a Disney DVD. Yeah. Oh yeah, it looked like some adults only after hours type. My DVD. favorite thing some about Bollywood night. films, <laughs> porn. My favorite thing about Bollywood films is they avoid romance like they no one mm-hmm. kisses in this movie because they're not like allowed to or whatever for censorship reasons yep it's so it's like you watch it and they like fall in love it sorry to skip to the end but like they <laughs> fall in love and get married on accident and then they like almost kiss but then they just cut away and it's like uh, <laughs> it's because why it's kiss awesome. when you can dance on on that note like um bollywood films before they start they have all these like um I guess they also share like all the sponsors that help with the movie because lists of like ten news organizations and companies that help. But they in TV and Nickelodeon they have an entire (laughs) section dedicated to stating how like the chase scene that happens with the chicken was largely CGI. No chicken was harmed in the making. Like we have a similar thing towards the end of the film, but this is like right at the start. It's just telling you there is a hen in this movie and it was not harmed in any fashion. And they like really make it obvious how this hen was not harmed and was treated humanely. And I just Which, find that so interesting, like just from like an international perspective. Right. Yeah. I think it kind of ruins the movie. It gave away the big hen plot twist <laughs> too. before the movie even like, started. Well, like, what if the chicken was involved like at the end scene and they just say like, oh, the chicken <laughs> at the end. The climactic chicken scene, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess to move the story along. There's an assassination <laughs> attempt on Lucky's life, right? And it's a great and assassination then, attempt. And it's too. a great attempt. And then he just like paraglides through downtown. Well, the attempt jumps off a building. The, attempt, the assassin is comes in the cake for his birthday, and he pops out of the cake with oh two yeah, blocks. no, because I didn't think this was an action movie. And there, there one, there's one line like towards the beginning of the movie. This woman's just like, yeah, "How did a that. romance plot sneak its way into an action film?" And I'm like, "Hold on." That was so that was meta on purpose. Way. There's a few meta. We missed lines. a key plot. We missed a key plot detail, which is that someone was so drunk they were dancing with a fan. With a lamp. And then oh, oh a, it was, it was a lamp. And then in they the shape went, of a lamp. Yeah, they went. You're dancing with a lamp, and he went. All the women here, they're loose. My lamp is better. <laughs> and I was just like, what? <laughs> well, dude, I'm, uh, that's this movie. Yeah, there was a lot of sexist things in this yeah this was kind of behind the times this was a 90s movie that was made in 2008 (laughs) maybe it took them 18 years to make it i don't know that is par for the course (laughs) i'm just saying yeah i've seen a lot of these kind of par for the course so anyway yeah this this movie it's like oh i guess this guy's rich and i thought it was the main character you know and you know, this That's is, how this movie the, really subverts expectations. Yeah, the like subtitles that. are going by real fast, and it, you, if you know me and you know my opinions of Parasite, I, I, I don't go to the movies <laughs> to read. Okay, <laughs> that's a joke, by the way. Um, <laughs> thank you for clearing it up. Voice. Yeah, you mentioned yeah. Parasite, Tate. I, I, when I was watching this, I really felt you know a connection to Parasite in the way that it was structured. Of like the first half is all about uh, him happy becoming king. And then the second half is what happens after he's king. Dude, I just have to point, like, so this guy is a ridiculous assassination attempt, and I was literally, like, my jaw dropped. I was like, wait, this is an action film? And then he started, you know, beating people up and flying around the city. Then it cuts to Happy, our main character, who's, like, the village fool, and they literally trick him into thinking this man is having a heart attack, and he has to go get his son back, who we had just met in the first scene. So that's the basis for the film. So did and... anyone else thought that like 
the first sequence was a daydream sequence because yes. I thought it was a fantasy. I thought, I thought that that was. was like the current day, and then you know, kind of doing like a flashback thing of like I this also is where he came from. That. Yeah. That's right. Not where we we're going so this to. This movie uh, really just does not give you any transition between scenes or locations. It just cuts immediately. Yeah. So it's very jarring because you're like, oh God, where are we yeah, now? Yeah. Like, no there's transition. Really, like, there's no, I don't think there was a single like period of more than three seconds of silence. No, <laughs> which is good. No Indiana Jones red line app to tell you where they're going, which would have no. helped me out. But. I really, this doesn't really matter when we talk about it. It just needs to be covered. The henchmen in this film all have their own little thing going on, right? Yeah. Through, the best. So like the henchmen for the underworld, they like one of them gets really emotional all the time and shares a little too much. One of them. Uh, he just has PTSD. He just goes yeah, on. Of, yeah, he's like an, the alligator was supposed to eat the bad guy. And then the other guy's like, you won't shut up. Why didn't the alligator eat you? And then they just cut away and you're like, huh? <laughs> like so, so all these all these bodyguards and then at the end when he's the the underworld they're like you're a bad person because you're like the king of the underworld and they're all like the king seeing is king because he's a good person he stopped us from doing crime moments after they tried to kidnap some somebody kidnap by the way yeah well, like kill murder yeah. might be getting these henchmen confused because the person that you know, Mika, I think is his name, that is, you know, trying oh, to do Mika. the assassinating the at the end. The secret bad guy. He's, yeah, the secret bad guy. That, oh, I wrote it down. He is the, he, they accomplished in this movie what George Lucas could not in three movies with, with, <laughs> I, I was thinking, Mika is the key to this film. Because he's the one at the beginning, his whole thing is that he's blind and deaf and that he's dancing with the lamp because, and then he always, you know, passes it off as, oh, I'm not, but everyone knows he's blind. Uh, he's actually acting the fool so that he can actually take over and be the ruler, be the king, much like George Lucas was trying to do with uh, the prequels with Jar Jar, <laughs> as we all know. Uh, this, this is the kind of perspective I want to bring into your podcast. Oh, that's no, beautiful. Much appreciated. I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of similarities going on here. The background character who's all jokes for the first third and then George Lucas just failed. He dropped the ball in Attack of the Clones. <laughs> but yeah, yes. but I so, really, I really, you know, there's to, to talk about the prequels. What I was actually going to good connection here. There is, I would call it like maybe a youngling situation because oh no. my favorite part of the movie was like there's an assassination attempt on Happy in a mall. And it's when the love interest oh finds out that he is, you know, not who he, who she thinks, the nice guy she had met, right? The humble dude. <clears throat> and, you know, they get away, but they cut to the hitchman who kill, he kills like three of the bad guys trying to kill Happy. It's, it's, I say henchman, he is on Happy's side. He's a good henchman. He's protecting him. And then we have this situation where, it, it just happens to be that he runs into like a past relationship and this child is like this child is like it's like oh when did you have a kid it's like she's f four or five and and they had broken up six years before right and then they walk away and the, the kid's like mommy why did you lie about my age i'm six and then he's like oh and then realizes it's his daughter and this is yes. all happening while they're being attacked and then and then he saves the henchman and his daughter's right there. And he's like, that's my daughter. And then she's like, did you ever think about how many children you've orphaned? And oh then there's God. this montage yeah. of all these assassinations he's done in the past. Well, and it's just like them, him killing okay. people. It's important, though, it's important, though, that she's not the one that says that. It's Happy that says that. Oh, yeah. The no, whole, yeah, the whole yeah. Point she runs away is, first. Happy is reforming all of these, these crooked criminals. Happy right. is he's saving them from this underworld, and he's you know he's making them law-abiding citizens. So but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. She runs away, and then Happy reminds him, "How many kids have you orphaned?" And then it's just this like black and white montage where he like drive by shooting this guy in front of his whole screaming family of like children, and it's oh, like yeah, yeah. all these like Australian kids getting is orphaned. Like, it's is so like funny. He gets out of the car and just stands in front of the family, just caps the father. And this is this was like children. the most unbelievable scene in a movie I've ever witnessed. I was like, no, they didn't do this. Like, that's your daughter. 
but how many people have you orphaned? Like, what? That's that, usually that, not what somebody says when they say, hey, I've no. got a kid. <laughs> Meet my, my daughter. Favorite. That was my favorite part. I will say that's my favorite part. My favorite of those coming to, like, grace moments was when they were helping a blind girl see, and she just grabbed this one of the henchmen's hands, and she was just like, you're here, and he was like, what? And she's just like, you're either God or one of his friends. Oh, they do it yeah. twice. They do that twice. <laughs> they do that, they yeah, try to cure Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They try to cure this yeah. girl's blindness. <laughs> oh, my God. They're like, yeah. this man owes us money, and they're like, he has a blind daughter. They're like, okay, we'll fix the girl's blindness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, Wait a minute, don't you have a brother who is also blind? <laughs> yeah, but who cares about him? So, moving further through the story, see, uh, uh, Happy so, moves yeah. to Aust- Australia, right? Or no, Egypt first. Well, first, yeah. Well, there's yes. a mix-up in the airport, and he for, he accidentally goes to Egypt. Just probably because they had, like, a free location pass or something? <laughs> I don't know. The producer had some miles that he was just trying to get rid of. That's yeah. pretty much the only thing this movie really has going for it is... You know, there's obviously the dancing, which is which I find very fun to watch. Arvin may disagree, as it sounds like he likes to watch. It just looks so expensive. It's awesome. But I think it has the locations going for it, and it really banks on those. Oh, you know what? He met the love interest in Egypt. That's what Egypt yeah, was for. So he, exactly gets right. the, he gets to Egypt, and this, this woman has her bag stolen by a thief, and Happy um, retrieves the bag. Well, it's and... it's reminiscent of the chicken chase. Yes, that is yes, how quite. he can do all the parkour. But you're forgetting so... that as soon as he sees the woman, the, it it does a whole entire thing of just montages of her beautiful face and him yes. reacting to seeing it, and it happens six times in a row or something. This movie really likes montages. Yeah, yeah. So he he saves this woman's bag, and uh, her name's Sonia. Sonia, and. They kind of hang out. Uh, they scheme this car to give them a taxi ride where we discover that Sonia is a lawyer who literally wants to murder criminals. Yeah. <laughs> she goes on on this entire tangent about how like, she thinks criminals are useless. They are lower than scum. And they, she thinks they should be receiving the highest of punishments, similar to the president of, like, the Philippines, who thinks, like, every criminal should be, like, murdered. It, she, this woman wants to go into law and just murder criminals, which then leads into a musical number. Mm-hmm. As, as, it oh, as, it, as it should, exactly. And oh I, something I thought about when they, when they mentioned that, I thought, you know, at least this movie is trying to make her more of a character. Because it, it's at least she's not just the love interest who is just there to be fawned at. At least she's the, she's a lawyer. That's hard to do. Yeah, she's and studying she's really doing in Egypt. She's writing a book about how like all criminals should be wiped off the face of the earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at least there's something there, you know, for her to do. Gotcha. And so there is a there is a portion in this when he when she's leaving. He has this whole dream sequence that is a is this big Bollywood dance, and uh, I just the you know the, I, my question about that was that did they really shoot that in one of the ruins you think or was that a set because they were really in I don't know if you remember this they were in the ruins dancing and singing no there's no way they had the money to build that set yeah I think one they probably the did that on numbers, location one of the last numbers which is like a flashback to when they were in Egypt. The first shot is them, like, on the pyramid. Oh, yeah. So I kind of, like, I guess that might have been just CGI, but at the I same time. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I, don't I, I feel like for a lot of Bollywood movies, they do use, like, from what I've seen, they do use pretty huge, elaborate locations. Mm. I also I'm, liked how uh, internationally diverse the background dancers were in the number in Egypt. And how they all looked like they came out of a fashion magazine for 2004. <laughs> Dude, you know what? You know what? Uh, you know how like there's that thing about like when when they're shooting a scene like the social network is the opening scene to the social network is like the base example where like uh, uh, Zucker, the Zuck and his girlfriend in that scene are, are talking and like really quickly. And they like behind the scenes look shows that they were the. 
talking on set and they add all the sounds afterwards. I noticed in the airport scene for this movie that they're walking through the airport talking and other people are like moving their mouths, but there's no noise at all. There's no like airport noises in the background. So I think they did, they did that approach. Cause that's like a pretty standard movie thing to do is to not capture the extras of audios on set, but or the audio of extras, my bad. And they just like didn't add it in post. They were just like, nah, whatever. They yeah, were fine. We don't need it. We don't need it. it. It was just so weird to be like it. It this it, this was like an action movie, romance movie, drama because it got really melodramatic sometimes. That was like a Hallmark movie to me. That's what this felt like. If Hallmark made an action movie, I would watch that. Heck you did. That. Oh, true. Watch <laughs> Sing is King. That's true. And that's how Sing became king. Oh, we're how, just how did he though. become king though? Because they get they. Just kind so of they leave arrive, Egypt. They, after they go from yeah, after they go from Egypt to Australia, the first thing they do when they get into Australia is approach the police. Yes. Yeah. And I think because I, they lost his bag, because they lost his bag in the airport. Well, his friend, who, what's his name, Rajit or something, uh, Ranjila. Ranjila. Yeah, he lost his bag on the plane, so he's talking to like the ticket guys, and they're like, "You don't want to talk to us." And then he's like, "Geez." I'll have to speak English again. I like that joke. I thought that was funny. Yeah, that was yeah. funny too. Because he, Happy does not speak English, but the guy who went with him did. Who got roped into to traveling with him. I just, I love how like he's dumb at the beginning of the movie. And then it's like the movie just forgets he's dumb. Because That's he speaks exactly right. the truth. Yeah. He speaks the truth he and people adhere truth. to the truth. Exactly, yeah. Oh my God. As the yes. movie goes on, we endear to him more and more because he's been speaking the truth. We don't even care that he's dumb anymore. Yeah, he's similar right. to the Christ. Kinda. <laughs> he, no, really, because like he he believes in like the best of people, and he wants to like he doesn't think that criminals are bad people. They're people that just sometimes do bad things, but they can be right. reformed. And I I was like, this movie's getting kind of deep, and I kind of like fuck with it. Like I kind of agree <laughs> with what he's saying. Tyler said a naughty word. Tyler, you know what that means. And we're back. <laughs> are we not? Are we not cursing in this? This is not. This is. This is, for, this is a, a baby podcast. I don't know. I don't Tyler, think Tyler is not allowed to say certain words. I'm not. I think we. I think it's been said in the past. No, but not from Tyler. Oh. <laughs> Tyler's <laughs> always kept himself very pure. This is a new bit that I was never aware of. <laughs> Tyler, look, Tyler, look. I want you to go ahead and put a quarter in a mason jar. And every time you say that word, I want you to put another quarter in that jar. And you're going to deliver that to Riley when we get Hold back. Hold yourself accountable. If there's only one quarter in the jar, I'll assume you're lying. <laughs> Two? Your chances are a little better, but I will say. <laughs> Might not be enough for Riley. Ryle the Vile. That's this Ryle that's Ryle. this week's giveaway. If you can guess how many quarters are in Tyler's jar in August. <laughs> <laughs> you get the jar. Yeah. Yes. You either get okay. you either not get the coins, the jar. <laughs> I feel like we've lost the narrative. But huh? I just well, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like this two hour fifteen minute movie that has one minute credits. So it brings you all the way to the end. It has a, a fe- lengthy beginning credits uh, to like, you know, to <laughs> oh, sandwich yeah. the whole thing. It's a healthy amount of credits. It's so. just like this movie was just so long. Yeah. That it, it that, and it had, it was like, no, it, I, I was entertained, but it was like three movies in one. It was, I don't yeah. know how they did it. It was no look on. They did oh, it. They no did it. It was no Lagan. Lagan had an intermission. And sparse songs, but when those songs happened, they were long. Yeah. They were thick boys. Lagan is another Bollywood film we, we, the spoilers only boys, recommend checking out. Kellen, I guess, can recommend it too. I'm assuming you've never seen not. I have not seen that quite yet. Lagan, Once Upon a Time in India. I think that's what it's officially called. Let us us know if you want us to watch it again and review it for the uh, the Uh, pod. Oh, why did you you say that? (laughs) That's what I do. (laughs) Like, that movie, that's that's an investment. So, Paul Blackthorne's in it. 
I, there's there's two interesting things about this movie to me. Uh, one is that apparently Iggy Azalea uh, sampled one of the songs for this movie what from way? this movie. I don't know. I don't know for her music. But Tyler, you um, did some digging relating to our friend Mr. Chan. Yeah, so um, um, apparently Sing is King is an unofficial remake of Jackie Chan's 1989 Hong Kong action film Miracles, which that, uh, according to uh, Mr. Chan's autobiography, this is one of his favorite films he's ever made. Um, the Miracles... Sing is King. No, Miracles. You see, so you're saying Jackie King Chan is the movie he wishes was a one-man crew. He was the one-man crew behind Sing is King. <laughs> so also, Miracles in of itself is a, quote, variation of Frank Capra's Frank Capra's Lady for a Day from 1933 and Pocketful of Miracles from 1961. And those, in turn, were based on Madame la Gimp, a short story by Damon Runyon. So this oh, film, God. its origins date back to, like the turn of the 20th century. <laughs> what you're trying to said, say, I think what you're trying to say is it's a timeless masterpiece. Right. It's a great, it's exploit. kind of like a star is born <laughs> every decade or so. They're going to make a new version, different title. I'm still waiting for the countries. version of that, that had Clint Eastwood and Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, that, that was what would the new one with Brad Coop? That's I what want, it was supposed to be. You know, Beyonce. It, they, want, it didn't work out. I want Chevy Chase and I want Ariana Grande. Oh, no. Oh, I, oh, <laughs> oh. I hate that. I really hate that. Oh, God. You've ruined my night. Oh. I was going to say, one trivia fact about this movie is the reason they have the extra N in the title is because they got advice from a numerologist. Yes. Which is a certain belief regarding numbers and oh letters. God, it doesn't say what the started. advice was. They just were given advice by a numerologist. This... I guess that the can advice we... is probably to add an extra N. Yeah, but like, can we, um... I'd like to tell a story real quick on that note. Okay. Yeah. You ever notice Let's how see. there's like a bunch of extra letters in my name? Yeah. That's why. Numerology? Wait. Yeah. What is it? Can you wait? Please... What 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 would what would the non numerologist version of your name be for those maybe listening for the I first mean, time? Okay, his so full there's... name is Aravind Vinayakan. As as a reminder, yeah. So there's like three ways to spell my name. There's the way I spell it: A R A V I N D. There's A R A V I N, and then there's A R V I N. <laughs> oh man! But so um, I guess the belief is that like. Seven is a lucky number. So if you have seven letters in your first name, that's like lucky or something. So that's what my parents did. And that's why nobody has ever pronounced my name correctly anywhere I've gone in the world. So I'm thinking because of numerology. I'm thinking we rename Tyler right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Tyler's got five letters. He does. Add Tyler. an extra two E's. No, it's gonna be Tyler. <laughs> Well, you oh. just got like T Y T Y A L O R E. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Say that one again. You lost me. T Y A L O R E. Okay. Petition I, to make both things have seven letters. So, Chavez, we add an S to the end. Some people already do that, though. <laughs> with well, the Z? You don't do they add it with the Z? No, they drop the Z and they just put the S. This is, this is Z S. Chavez. And then an F. How do we get this for Riley? If you had an A after the A. After no, we're not I, doing it for Riley. Riley's one letter it. away. No, but we're just doing it for you. I have five <laughs> letters in my name. Oh, yeah, you hey, do. If you, maybe, just to circle back to last week, maybe go check the Library of Congress to see if we have a spell break. <laughs> I was wondering when we bring it up. Kellen, where do you stand with the great cheeseburger? Hamburger. We, speci we specified it's hamburger. We specified when it turned out the cheeseburger thing wasn't true. <laughs> right, but then my statement of the hamburger comes from Louis Lunchbox in New Haven thus still stands. I just, I, it doesn't stand. It doesn't stand. No, you said... Louis' lunchbox created the cheeseburger. Right, but, Did I they refined, actually? but after being corrected, I refined my statement to be the hamburger came from Louis' lunchbox in New Haven. But you were wrong initially. Right, but I refined my statement and my refined All right, neutral zone, neutral zone. Kellen, yes. opinion. 
opinion time. Opinion. Was Tyler right? Is Tyler a coward? If you compromise on this, Kellen, uh, if you go, you're both right. You know, I will be so upset. As as uh, the other the other uh, unique voice I bring to this podcast is the vegan voice. So oh, no. as a vegan, I cannot comment on such uh, inhumane matters. But have you always well, it been was a vegan? Just, it was the invention back in a time, in a different time. When in a different time. <laughs> it's just a matter of who was right, though. It's not a matter of who's it's, morally right. Yeah, it's less right. a matter of the meat, and it's more of a matter of the of the man. <laughs> <laughs> it's the meat man. It's here. really about principle it's, here. It's the Mister Meat. <laughs> Mister Meat Yagi. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations to the zero listeners who would understand <laughs> that really, really bad joke. <laughs> Arvid, you need to go outside, go for a walk or something. That was just okay. So I said, back, to, back to Sing is King, an hour into Sing this becomes two King. hour movie. Yes. Wait, is, is it directly at the halfway point? It is pretty much an hour in. I didn't. Not, I didn't note the exact time. I, I watched a I saw a, a, a like a a thing a fact on Instagram recently that it was like for Lilo and Stitch or something and it was like I think it is Lilo and Stitch and one of the characters is like Jesus like I can't believe this is like we're only halfway done with this or maybe no I think it's Hercules and uh, the Great bad guy says it. Hades Great Hades says it and it is like the exact down to the second midpoint of the movie when he says that line. So, like, I thought maybe Singh's King pulled some strings there and uh, did a little bit of a genius move. We, well, we'd, ha- we'd have to go back into the records to, to figure that we out. We would, yeah. It's just not, yeah. We can have an intern do it. Oh, yeah. Um, hold on. One sec. Joshua, you want Who was this film? If you could just... Did yeah. you guys see the dedication? Joshua's on it, by the way. Thank you, Joshua. I'm sure it was somebody who died during the production of the film. Do you think it was yeah. the jet ski scene that got him? Oh, he was the guy in the helicopter. Okay, what? I just wanted to go back to that scene because that is—they steal her. I, were, were those the assassins hired by the secret secret villain the whole time? I believe so. So he's chasing secret them down. And they're in a helicopter, and instead of just flying higher like smart people, <laughs> they allow him to ramp off of like a piece of trash <laughs> in the river. Uh, with a jet ski, mm-hmm, which, mm-hmm. from my experience, like don't really, they, they don't have that much lift. You know, they're full of water. Yeah, but that was a Kawasaki. Okay. Well, it launches off, <laughs> and then like, and then the point where it should start going down, they just cut to different clips of it going up from the side. So it look mm-hmm. they cheat it, yeah. and it goes not. It doesn't land like just under the helicopter or in the helicopter it goes entirely through the helicopter like exactly through the like open doors yes guys got it's like yeah it's like if uh the interview when they shot the missile at um like i i I don't know i don't know who who aimed better (laughs) did did happy sing aim better did james franco i don't i i can't tell you well happy sing did it first yeah technically yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) That is true. So, um, I, I, I mean, I think we've just about gotten well, through I was, most of I the think, important stuff. I think one important thing that this movie gets right is really the attention to details. Uh, I don't know. You know, when they're going around, there's the, the hot dog stand uh, plot point. Do you remember that? That whole sequence I thought was fascinating because they, because he takes, uh, they, take out this hot dog stand and they go to like their little shack and it's this family of the only some of the only black people oh. that you see in the movie and they're all oh my God. Yeah. Their yeah. Eyes out in front of these people and it's the most it's so melodramatic well didn't the the restaurant the real restaurant hire the like tell them like hey there's this hot dog stealing place stealing customers yeah. so they arrest yeah. the boy working the stand who's like the 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 black guy who's the son of this family. Yeah. And they're like, please, like, we'll pay you whatever. Or like, we'll, you can give us whatever and we won't even count the money or something. And then there, there's 
like you guys were talking but about, then they have a turning a, yeah, point they, for one of the hints. Exactly. They have a come to come to God moment because I think uh, Sikhism oh, is, a, it is a monotheistic religion, so that's why they're talking about God as a singular. Uh, and okay. so they are, and like that's something that they do a lot in terms of like with these interactions with the you know the downtrodden people. They're like, you must, you are like God to me. It happens with a blind girl. It happens with these people. And it's really like this really theological movie uh, I, that I was not planning on getting into when I started Sing is King. Yeah, you're right. Because um, when Happy starts to like get to know the gang members more. or one, So when Happy meets Lucky, who, by the way, the police just bring Happy to Lucky. Exactly. So, In a speech is it though? not his actual brother? No, I don't or think no, 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 he no. is. He's from the village. Yeah, that he that he that Lucky grew up in. So and he's he like, moved away. He's like um he's like Kellen to you. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the police, <laughs> the police bring Happy to Lucky, like no questions asked. And when Happy sees that Lucky has become this like you know gang lord criminal king of the underworld, he he criticizes Lucky and he says like this is not what being a Sikh is. You must return your village and, you know, denounce these, like, bad things you're doing. Which is... So, Kellen, you actually raise a good point. Like, there is a very, like, theocratic undertone with this film about, like, what it means to be Sikh in the eyes of uh, Happy. But I will say, there is a disclaimer at the beginning of the film that says this is not a religious film. Oh, yeah, that's interesting too. They could have just said that to get around some sort of censorship. I think that's I what know. it was, because India has so many different religions, and there's a lot of religious conflict there. So yeah, I actually, think that was kind of to, you know, not anger some people. Well, that that's interesting, because the only, you know, the, re- the only thing in the reception tab on the Wikipedia for this is that some members of the Sikh community had expressed their displeasure over the portrayal of Sikhs in the movie. So it, it sounds like when it was coming out, there was this outcry from certain Sikhs in the movie. Uh, this this doesn't go into a lot of detail. It says the only reason, according to their religious guidelines, male Sikhs should not trim their beards. And they oh, found yeah. that it was offensive that they had trimmed beards. But I feel like there might be more than just that. Uh, but yeah, it, it is a movie ultimately about, you know, uh, you know, choosing good over evil. And it uses God in a lot of those cases. There was the guru who had a pretty magnificent beard going that is on. Very oh, true. yeah. <clears throat> very true. But speaking of gurus, the love guru, anybody? Oh, no. <laughs> I, Great film. I watched that the it. other day. Is it? Oh, yeah, what day? Uh, I think it was about two weeks ago on a plane. You know, the other okay. day. So did you really watch it? I promise you, you I know, did. Actually, Mike Myers, Jessica Alba. Wait, I do that, is it, too. Is... I'll say the other day, and it could have been three months ago. <laughs> okay, the other day I probably watched the movie. I've never seen it though. You know what I mean? I've seen it though. Is is he playing an American man in this movie? I'm I'm looking at pictures of Mike Myers and I I could just call it and say he doesn't, but I don't want to assume. Um there's kind of this adopted thing where he, you know, he de- they definitely don't say that he's um you know, not white. Like, he's clearly white, but he was also raised in, I think it was India. Oh, they got Ben Kingsley? Um, yeah, what Ben Kingsley does play someone. Uh, Mike Myers, the, the love, love guru. guru. Ben Kingsley, okay. as he does way too often, does play someone of a race that he is Ben not. Kingsley's half Indian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Ben Kingsley's Gandhi. a stage name. Yeah. Yeah, he played Gandhi. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that was a white person. No, Ben no. Kingsley's half right. Indian. He wait, like Ben you, Kingsley you always, isn't even his real name. Wait, hold on. You always thought who was a white person? Gandhi or, or... No, the person? <laughs> oh my god! Dang, Riley fair, almost I got canceled on spoilers. Too. I did not know that either. Yeah, his he's... real name is Krishna Pandit Banji. Oh, Ben Kingsley. Wow. Yeah. Do you think? He auditioned for Sing is King. Absolutely. Has Ben Kingsley been in like a Bollywood musical film? No, but he was in Iron Man 3. That's, he was. that's pretty close. <laughs> and he true. was Gandhi. Yeah. In Gandhi. In the Gandhi. 
Right. So I guess we can come to the sort of end of our discussion on this film. I, there's no way we can pack there's the a whole narrative. There's so we much. Have, yeah. oh we haven't even really dwelled into like how Sonya comes back. Yeah, there's so much. Man. She just kind of shows up on a plane. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, Happy meets a woman who used to be rich, and it turns out that woman yeah. is Sonia's mother, and Sonia's getting married, so she comes to Australia, and it's it sets up the second half of the movie, which is basically its own movie. And, well, right, Singh right, becomes right. king. The reason that, you know, he's able to help this woman is because Singh becomes king by... Uh, like accident really because he's he he meets them on the yacht where they're attacked and then he, in an attempt to save uh lucky who is the current king he's like taking him around and like doing like uh weekend at bernie's kung fu almost where he's taking out all these guys <laughs> with this limp body and giving him just massive <laughs> concussions which ultimately leads to you know his paralysis which is the catalyst for sing uh sing becoming king i also thought that was such a funny scene because his like, blood is boiling. Oh yeah, his blood literally boils and explodes. He's yes. pointing at Lucky to say like Lucky's the reason why, or he's pointing at Happy to say that Happy's the reason why this happened. And everyone's like, "Oh, he's choosing Happy to be the successor." And yes. his monologue is like, "No, this man literally caused me to be paralyzed." Yes. Oh my god. So yeah. so this movie, check it out, uh, Arvind. It's on Indian Netflix, right? It's not. It's not. I was oh, wrong. I was 100% God. wrong. I almost got a VPN for it. Yeah, I had to jump through some hoops to cancel mine after I uh, signed up for the free trial. So, so, um, so did you we and your free trials. Did we all pay, yeah. did we all pay $4 to watch to rent this movie? I paid $3. I paid $3. I rented it on Voodoo. Oh. I, I, I got it on I iTunes. $4 on iTunes. I, I, iTunes, yeah. There is, there Apple, is a line in this movie my money. that said you know it's like the filmmaker's worst enemy piracy so i'm glad to hear you know none of us <gasps> yes yes there were a lot of meta meta references anyway what was everyone's favorite uh number favorite <laughs> oh, i've I seen this king i gotta be close I, I, I okay that was my favorite until we got to uh the penultimate number mika's number oh yes. yeah the shortest that was pretty good the shortest of them where the entire thing you just subtly hear in the background a whisper, Mika. And then they continue that for the rest <laughs> of the film. And anytime like Mika does something, there's just this Mika in the background. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but there's also, so he was, he told the, the guy he was fake being blind and deaf, but then he actually was blind and deaf. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dude, mm-hmm. he's playing oh my God. chess that is beyond anyone watching. Beyond, movies. certainly <laughs> beyond my understanding. <laughs> yes something from japan that would cure his blindness and deafness and it was like glasses also they were like jeweler's glasses that like tate would use to paint his characters yes miniature painting call me out there's also (laughs) a there's a big fight at the end with some other gangs these gangs include what were they the manchurian chickens and the men in black yes and she steals all their guns just by you know talking to them seduce these, these simp bodyguards are just letting sorry, their guns I... be taken <laughs> so uh let's uh let's wrap it up on seeing his king uh we'll start with kellen what were your overall thoughts and if you would rate it on a scale out of 10 uh what would you give it uh, i thought you know it was a great time i did think i really appreciated how it did those fast forwarding segments to you know keep the keep the thing moving uh, I would say, while there were, uh, you know, musical numbers, I would have wanted, I would have liked more dancing in the musical numbers. I, I like a lot of dancing in in my Bollywood <laughs> movies. There was a know. lot. There was, but there was I, a hefty like, amount. You know, I love Om Shanti Om. That does. Oh, so that's a good fun. one. That does, Very that good does dance so numbers. Fun dancing that you know, ones that I've seen after that have kind of you know paled in comparison. Uh, so I would have liked more dancing. Uh, and I, I, I'd say I'd, I'd give it uh, seven garden hose, uh, gun garden hoses out of ten. I say that because <laughs> do you remember when he's talking to the when the uh, the man with the big beard is talking to the mother? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he's gardening mm-hmm. with a a gun garden hose. 
it's you know it's a little attention to detail in this movie that really makes it right of course um i since i'm speaking i assume i'll go next um as a movie i can't i can't say i loved it but as a bollywood movie because i i just think you know it doesn't totally translate to the hollywood formula we're, we're used to because i mean there's just different types of entertainment all over the world and this is kind of i i have to say i did appreciate that this was kind of like like an all-in-one package deal you get basically every genre except for horror in one movie like it's it's awesome and it's i will say it's so fun to watch it's like there are some scenes that just decide to be like dumber, like like almost like children's versions of really bad Will Ferrell movies. Are you and talking about are... like the scene when he's peeing by the river and then his friend comes over and he turns and pees on his friend? And then instantly yeah. stops. Yeah. Yeah. That was decidedly Adam Sandler. Right, right. There's that those moments, but there's also like the horribly, insanely choreographed action scenes that are inter- entertaining, and then the musical numbers. Like it's it's got everything. So I think I'd probably lay this one to rest around a five point five or a six out of ten. Um, but with a with a recommendation to watch it, like it, it's worth it, maybe. Depending on who you, there are better Bollywood movies out there. Certainly, um, but this is this is this is a good time. Yeah, I'll hop in with mine. I'm in a similar number. I was gonna be at a four, and the whole time, like up until about halfway, I think a little a little after halfway, I was like four, 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 and then the casino happened, and the drunk scene happened, and now it's a five, simply because I think that's the only way we should do people getting drunk in a film ever again. Is <laughs> just slowly like moving the camera a little bit and changing the color and having someone sing in the background. My friend is drunk. <laughs> We're I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal that one. I'm gonna use that at parties from now on. Really? <laughs> we should play that song. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Tyler, what did you think? Um, I'm gonna say a five watching it alone, a six and a half if you watch it with people. Because it is fun to watch. It's very funny. I just felt that like sometimes it was just really, really dragging on to the point where I was losing interest. Not even in the numbers, just in a lot of the scenes. Um, and it was just like it's it's balancing a lot of different like tones and types of humor and it's it's a lot, but because of that, it almost just like weighs it down and just kind of gets slow and drags on also i like the numbers are fun to watch but i don't think the songs were like exceptionally catchy like either in terms of like rhythm or there wasn't a moment like in a number that really stood out to me too much but, but then it's just, it's just so fun to watch yes uh, <laughs> we should mention that you know the film ends extremely abruptly and then immediately jumps into a end credit music video that features the one, the only Snoop Dogg. G-O-double-G. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm going to say I'm gonna say five alone, oh, yeah. six and a half, watch it with friends. I will recommend watching it, but watch it with people. It's it's really enjoyable. What if I want to watch it with my dog? Then what would you give it? Uh, ten out of ten, because your dog is a good dog. She is a good dog. What Arvin, if you had to rate this film? If I had to rate it... Um... I'd say probably a six. Um, I've seen a lot of Bollywood movies in my time because I'm Indian. (laughs) Um, And it's fine. The action's good. The songs are okay. Um, Good locations. But there are much better Bollywood movies out there. I think we've all seen better Bollywood movies. Well, we saw the Bollywood movie. We saw Lagan. We saw Lagan. Lagan is good. Um, Kellen mentioned Om Shanti Om. That's also on Netflix. Yes. A plus. That's if you're gonna watch a Bollywood movie, like a modern one, I think that one's the one to watch. Um it's fine. It's just there's much better stuff in the genre and they're also very long movies. It's a big time commitment. Right. It's like a Nolan film. <laughs> sure, yeah, we'll say that. This was of the intelligence level of a Nolan film. 
Well, it really doesn't hold your hand. You know, it's just throwing you all over yeah, the place. Yeah, it, does. it grabs your hand and then it just throws you into the next. <laughs> right, right, right. So, um, what we've been watching this week, I, I got. We'll be quick with it. Quick with it. Um, I watched a couple things. I watched Blind Spotting, which I had been putting off for years, um, with David Diggs of Hamilton, um, and. I really, really loved this movie. Um, I, I think it's it. really important for people to watch, like nowadays, with um, you know all the all the social issues that our country, being the United States, is facing. Um, it brings a lot of those to light, and and the prison system as well. And it's like a really human story. Really, really, really good stuff there. Um, and it's it's interesting because it's it's filmed like really, really indie. Like, it almost feels like a student film at certain parts. Um, and then they got, I think at some point in production, they must have got Wayne Knight in the movie, and then then it looked better. I don't know if they filmed it in order, but it, that's what it seemed like to me. But it's really great story. I recommend it to anybody. That's blind spotting. I also watched, um, my dad's a big Dungeons and Dragons guy, and, and this, this uh, documentary came out called the secrets of blackmore the true history of dungeons and dragons and it was the worst documentary i've ever seen in my life ah. i gave it a half star out of five so one out of ten um it was so bad i don't you guys can check out my letterbox as to why and then lastly i watched uh akira kurosawa's first movie sanshiro sugata Ooh. um and i am I'm, i've been meaning to watch part two so it, that that was his like first uh, movie debut. This is the man who did uh, movies like and Seven Samurai, and then moved on into even some uh, some Western film as well. Like uh, like he wrote The Magnificent Seven and stuff like that. So that's me this week. Can I go? Oh. I can. Yeah. Okay. You go. Okay. 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 Um, I finished my rewatch of Avatar The Last Airbender. I'm proud of you. And I'm going to say, if you have Netflix, go watch it. There's no excuse. There's absolutely no excuse not to watch it. Um, I don't know. If you want to see like really a really good redemption arc, watch this movie. It's probably... Or not movie, this show. It's probably oh, one yeah, of the best. Yeah, the M. Night movie, right? Yeah. The M. Night movie. Watch that. Watch that. Actually do it's hilariously bad like it's it's incomprehensibly bad i cannot believe it's real <laughs> some of the choices <laughs> in the movie are okay. their choices their choices i'll say that um yeah, and i've right. i've been watching um community i'm already on second the second season of that Ooh. and uh it's been fun Great, it's been yeah. fun all right riley you called all right next. Yeah, I'll go real quick. Three things. I since we've last podcasted, I watched The Politician's new season, which was pretty good if you like Ryan Mert, like if you really like Glee and like Ben Platt, Politician's fun. If you don't, you probably won't. I've wanted to watch the movie Ma since I saw the trailer. Um, <laughs> and I finally saw it and it was the worst movie I have what? ever. We've watched the best movie before this started. But Ma was so bad but also like sometimes enjoyably bad but most of the time just weird and most of the time like okay why why is Alice Alice and Janney's in the movie for like two seconds and I don't know why and then lastly I saw The Five Bloods and that was really good to um, see that. It, yeah it's a it's a long one but it's it's amazingly relevant and also just you know Spike Lee is awesome I didn't think it was as good as some other stuff he had done but it's really i think it takes the vietnam war and puts it in a really interesting view so yeah um i'll go i watched friday for the first time um ice cubes friday which was really interesting it's just a um it's a very different i, I think it's an important story to watch just because it's a different type of story um than what we'll see a lot in like traditional hollywood um it's also just kind of an interesting slice of like 90s cinema it's also interesting because it was written by ice cube and right before this he was just known as ice cube the rapper um i also rewatched straight out of compton which and is, a literal ice cube but yes he's a literal cube of ice i rewatched straight out of compton which is a very good movie 
Paul Giamatti's in it. I love Paul Giamatti. In my opinion, one of the most underrated actors. Yeah, the Rhino in The Amazing Spider-Man oh, too. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. He wears a tracksuit. He does. It has like yeah. some Eastern European accent, I think. I'm also going to yeah, recommend yeah, yeah. a YouTube channel, Super Void Cinema. They do really cool videos about canceled films. So, you know, like they've done ones for comic book movies. Like they did a video about James Cameron's Spider-Man movie that never got made. Uh, oh. Green Grasses, Watchmen film that never got made. But then they also do ones that are like uh, Martin Scorsese's Frank Sinatra movie that he tried getting made for like decades. It never happened. There's one about Sylvester Stallone's Edgar Allan Poe that I'm going to watch later. What? Um, Holy crap, I'm looking at this channel. It's, it's Darren just, Aronofsky's Batman. It's just a really cool piece of like what could have happened in film. So it's it's I like talking about like canceled projects and canceled media, so this is right up my alley. But because of some of the topics this channel goes over, highly recommend. They're very well made videos too. Hmm. Nice, nice, nice. And awesome. uh calendar round off the recommendations. Awesome. Well, I guess, you know, as of late I haven't been watching too many films i'd say the last the last three movies i watched uh before recently i watched i wanted to rewatch bon joon ho's movies so i rewatched snowpiercer and you know to kind of like see where he was going into parasite which is just a magnificent obviously magnificent opus and you know snowpiercer is great uh watch that and then i watched okja which i'd never seen before and as a vegan i loved it very <laughs> very good movie uh and then uh then do you think they ate meat on the set though uh that's a great question i'd love to know the answer to that question i wonder if they could they handle it could they have done because as we know christopher nolan doesn't let people sit down on his sets whoa i did not know that and apparently twitter's freaking out about it because anne hathaway was like yeah he he thinks that if you're sitting you're not working and there's something you could be doing. So he doesn't allow like chair, chairs on set. So people are like, please give uh, Michael Caine a break. He's like 87. Sorry to cut you off, Kellen. What, what no, your... you're good. And then I, then I watched, uh, then the other two things I watched were, the, uh, I wanted to watch The Wicker Man because oh. that uh, just seemed like it, you know, kind of like one of the more classic core movies uh the nicholas cage one yeah which one no not the nicholas cage one like uh, i think the original with the original sir, Chris, sir yeah. christopher lee uh Ooh. as you know the main guy and he was, so, he was so great in that movie and and then my probably the favorite thing of the things i've mentioned is uh what did jack do on netflix oh man something that i so very much enjoyed watching i think i've seen i've seen it uh, maybe Three times. Wonderful. Dang. I love That's, it. That's uh, three times too many in my book, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know Riley, Riley and I watched that together at some point. Oh my gosh, we did. I was about, about to share a review because I wanted to plug this letterbox person I follow. And then I read another one. Well, they're from Turkey, so I have to translate all their reviews. But then I read another one, and turns out they're an incel, so I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been following them? Like oh, a year no. now, or ever since I got Letterbox. Oh, no, no. I mean, the review. Riley's gonna get his viewers from incels. No, <laughs> their fa- two of their favorite films are Chunking Express and a Charlie Brown Christmas, and they were Charlie my favorite. Brown, the like classic, the classical incel. To be specific, they're a dark cell, which is apparently a branch that is a little more ill-defined and also was responsible for some murder. Follow the black pill, allegedly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so just don't... I'm gonna... What's the review, Bradford? Of of what did Jack do? I don't know what you're trying to share. The review of what would Jack do said no no women, 10 out of 10. That's that's wrong. There's a (laughs) woman. He said, let's go. I hope my, I hope, I wish my Crimean brother good luck in his acting career. I would like to see more Laz Monkey representations in the media. Don't we all? He's a well-rounded person who happens to have very bad views. <laughs> but you gotta like respect you also a letter there are good people that do bad things. That doesn't make them bad people. 
yeah. As if we learned anything. I also yeah. want to point out uh, something Kellen's working through right now, and obviously, I refuse to spoil it. I, I think since it includes very good acting, it's oh, worth yeah. mentioning is Last of Us Part Two, video game, PlayStation Four. Um, I, I won't say anything. I I played through the entire thing. Um, there's just some really great actors behind those those video game characters, and um, a lot of times. I think that that line of work can get looked over because it's not on the big screen, but some some very powerful stuff coming from from that game. Kellen's uh, Kellen's working through the, the story right now. I know that, so absolutely very good, very good stuff uh, from that corner of media as well. Um, yeah. So, any last thoughts on King of Sing, Sing of King, whatever Sing is King? All, all those things. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like nice. I've become somewhat of a D-O-double-G myself. <laughs> I think we just need to yeah. end it. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to back for any more episodes, guys, actually. Okay, Tyler, uh, I'll talk to you next week on Spoilers Only, please. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm in the Maybach, this ain't James Brown, but it's the big payback. Watch me zoom by, make it boom by. What up to all the ladies hanging out in Mumbai? Cheese make dollars, East West Masala. Sing is the king, so you all have to follow. I'm trying to stay.